1: Well, hey, we're going to find out more about how the iguana changed. Totally a different story, but it really changed my life. It actually was pretty cool. Well, today
0: we are super excited about our guest today. His name is Tony Ray Baker. Not only is Tony Ray a top producing agent out of Tucson, Arizona with 25 years experience, but he's also super into the marketing and advertising part of being a real estate agent, which I know a lot of our agents can struggle with. So we're going to dig in with Tony today a little bit about how we build a successful business, how he finds balance between work and life, and then also get into the more nerdier side. Tony Ray's words himself, not mine. He considers himself a bit of a nerd, building websites for driving leads for his business. So really excited (laughs) to dig into that.
2: Thanks for being on the podcast today. Ah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, Tony, it's good to have you. And, uh, you know, getting used to calling you Tony Ray is going to be hard for me. I kept calling him Tony in my mind. It's been Tony. And now I just figured out he goes by Tony Ray. So I'm sure there's a story there. Uh, but, you know, I think it's really interesting. You've made it 25 years in the business. You were telling us this is your anniversary year. And everybody's heard the statistics. Eighty seven percent of real estate agents fail within five years. And of right. that 87% that fail, actually 90% of that 87% fail within two years. And I had a webinar the other day I shared with a office of agents. I said, what I think is even worse than that is that the average agent makes less than $42,000 a year. Across the country. And so I think you have these two folds of where a lot of people are failing. So it's interesting. You know, I want to get into picking your brain. How have you lasted 25 years? What are the things that you're doing that are different? And then also, then you have that category of agents that they are still in the business, but they're almost trapped. It's like they're not living this life of freedom that they really want to live. And Josh talks about work-life balance, which is that million dollar question that we're all trying to and struggling to figure out, how do you do, how do you have work-life balance? What does that even look like? You know, I have my personal opinions on work-life balance that maybe we'll get into. But uh, so I'm really interested to hear your journey. If you could introduce yourself to the audience, Tony Ray, and just share your story, how you got into real estate, what's led you up to today, and then let's get into some of the details
1: of how you've made it 25 years. Sure. I, um, well, I was going to college, a lot of college, I was uh, fumbling through Class after class, I love school. I always did. I was an honor student and I uh, was pursuing psychology and law and I was pursuing architecture and design. And uh, about seven years into it, with no degree, my mom said, Why don't you do real estate? And I thought she had like lost her mind. And uh, so we uh, left each other that night. And about two days later, it dawned on me that she might be right. Hmm. And so I pursued real estate school, and it it involved all the components of the things that I was searching in college. It had everything I wanted, and so I fell in love with the idea of helping people buy and sell houses. And um, the very first year in real estate, I remember the very first day I was uh, put, I got in the office, I was very excited, I passed my test, and I got, the broker said yes, they would take <laughs> me in under their wing, and I thought that was awesome, and not knowing anything, I sat, they gave me a cubicle and I sat down and I remember my heart sunk to like the bottom where like the furthest depth of awful it could go when I realized I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And I, uh, I I went from super high to super low, which is really easy to do in this business. And, um, the broker said, well, we're going to door knock and we're going to cold call. And here's a Coles directory. Mind you, we didn't have fax machines or pagers or cell phones. We had a little runner that gave us listings from the MLS and we had to like all fight over them. (laughs) No comment there, man. No comment there. Remember those days? So, and I was one of the youngest realtors in town, if not the youngest realtor. so nobody would take me seriously. And, and, um, they dropped us off in a van in the middle of a neighborhood and said, go knock on doors until someone says they'll list their house. And I remember a guy with a shotgun chased me down the street. No way. Yeah. And I got back in the van and I said, that's it. We're done. I hate this business. I hate everything about it. I don't want anything to do with it. It's not what I thought. And so I had to do a little soul searching and my broker said, well, you haven't sold a house and you're not willing to do anything that we're asking you to do, so you're probably not going to make it. And so you're probably one of those statistics. And I said, no. I've changed my mind. I'm not going to make it your way. I'm going to make it my way. I'm going to be like a lawyer or a doctor or anybody else. Clients will come to me and we will work together on our schedule that's beneficial to both of us. And we will have that kind of reverence for each other that I will have a happy life. And my broker was really sweet. And she said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She said, all I ask is this, go meet this guy named Joe Stump. And so that's where I went. And I, I went to my first main event with Buy Referral Only. And it was a hit like that for me. I knew right away that was my business model. And so Joe said to me in a conversation, he said, I, wanna, I want you to sit down and design the life you want. And then we're going to fit the real estate part of it into that life.
2: Mm, and awesome. I said, well, I
1: want I want six vacations every year. I want to travel all around the world. I don't want to work on Sundays. I want Monday through Friday, pretty much nine to five. And Joe said, then let's make that happen. Mm. And so Joe opened my eyes to the fact that if I planned what I wanted, I could make business fit in there because your brain starts working on how to make systems and how to do things to become efficient and create the world you want. And so I started with that in my second year of real estate. I started that process and I think that's the golden ticket that we're all missing and I see it and I feel for these agents that are they are They're all, there's a bunch of them that are very focused on that number. I got to make, I got to sell 10 million, but they're willing to sell their souls to sell $10 million and they're still not at the end of the day happy. They're, they're doing volume, but they're not making great profit. They're buying leads or doing whatever they have to, They and they're working their, their buns off, trying to get through the day. And they don't have that kind of respect, and they can't take a day off, and that's just not that life I didn't, I just did not want that. So I started working on how is that going to look for me? And ironically, the first challenge I had from my business coach at the time was, you're going to take a vacation every month for one this next year, and we're going to see how things go. So I actually scheduled a vacation every month and my business production quadrupled that that year. I like that coaching style. That's awesome. (laughs) is that crazy, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I had to become super efficient on how I was going to handle those clients and still get that vacation every month. Hmm. And have you ever realized right before you go on vacation – yeah, you are super efficient. <laughs> yeah, right. You knock out get you knock out, out lists and lists of things. You're That's like you point. just can't believe how much stuff you get done right before vacation, and by the time you're ready to leave on vacation, you're probably feeling like you're on top of the world because you just kicked out three days of work in twelve hours. It's yeah. amazing. So do, yeah. you, do you so do you have, you have I, other people in your team then that that help clients w- while I you're do. out or how does that work? I do now um, so when I go on vacation, we have uh, our backups, which we have a certain group of realtors at our office that will call and see who's available and let, you know, ones we trust, but mm-hmm. not, they're not on my team. Gotcha. Yeah. My partner and I are, are that, that's it. There's two of us. And if we're traveling, we're traveling together. So typically unless I'm at a board meeting or something in another city, we're out on vacation. Yeah. Um, we do have a, a team of people that work for us. Like I have an assistant that's been with me for 24 years Mm. and we have a video audio guy who makes video like videos and he loves photography. And then I've got a guy who jumped in and started after my nerd, uh, life of building my own websites. He's taken them over for me. So I don't do that anymore. Uh, some of it, but so I've got those guys and then I just uh, brought in a new person, part-time to start helping me with really focusing back in on our clientele and making sure they're really taken care of in every aspect. So you talk about this by
2: referral only. So you look at um, two powerful things, I think, in there is, you know, think of the life you want, the life, you know, you want to live and then fit your, you know, real estate business. And that applies to all areas of life. I think, what is it? Life by design. Um, I think it's Tom Ferry's thing is life by design. I love that concept of design your life, you looked at this by referral only and said, that's, that fits me. That's the business model I'm after. What does that look like in execution? So, you know, your second year in, how does that look like? So if I'm an agent listening to this and I'm like, man, I love that taking, you know, a vacation every month. I want to live by referral. You know, I want to live the good life. What does it play out in execution from a strategy standpoint for your marketing and for how
1: you treat clients? Uh, I think what happens is, is when you really get settled with, this is what I am going to do, your brain starts working on how to make it happen. You know, your brain's super smart. It listens to what you say, whether it's subconsciously or consciously, your brain is listening. So if you keep telling yourself that you're fat, for example, I am fat. Every time you walk by a mirror, you're probably going to be fat because your brain's going to figure out a way to help you get there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same thing in, in positive way that when you say I'm going to, this is the life I'm going to create. I want to take care of clients on a concierge level that they will refer everyone to me. Your brain starts thinking, how do I do that? Now, by referral only has a, a methodology that is, it is, Intense. I mean, they have everything down. Language, how to, you know, how you speak to people, what you're thinking about, systems to help really start thinking, how do I go the extra mile for each client? What does that look like? And how, so. I have to give them full credit because as a brand new agent back then I had them to follow those, you know, Joe was creating systems so fast. It wasn't even funny back then. He was on fire building this company. And, um, so I have to give it all to them. The, the cool thing is, is that as you work with clients, if you're thinking about how to give them concierge service, what happens naturally is they want to refer their friends to you because they want them to have that same experience when buying or selling a home. And so I built my first 10 years, well maybe might not have been 10, but the first years of my business, I did nothing but 95% referral business. Wow. I had nothing else. I refused to run ads because I couldn't track them out of newspapers and magazines. Right. We didn't until we got internet, there was no tracking anything. Right. <laughs> um even if you did run a magazine ad, the phone never rang. It still doesn't today, right? It doesn't ring. Um, and so for me, that type of marketing is branding only. And I wasn't about branding and being number one in the eyes of the public. I was about being number one in the eyes of the client I was working with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. And all I cared about was making sure they were so well taken care of that they became a raving fan and they would go out and tell others about me. And that's how I built the entire business from then was just on that all referral. Well, how Oh, sorry to cut you off. How often
2: do you keep in touch with your database? So you have this database of clients that you're trying to turn into
1: raving fans. What how often are you touching base with them? Okay, so I teach marketing and advertising to agents in Tucson, Arizona, and have for 15 years. And one of the things I teach is you have to be in all the different places where your clients are right now. And so we do a touch base with them every month in the mail. We send out a newsletter. <clears throat> it's a really... Uh, fun, easy going newsletter, very little about real estate, more about us and what we're doing in life and fun things they should know about things in Tucson. And Love it's it. just a, an informational fun newsletter. We do that in snail mail. We give them a really beautiful program um, every month by email that uh, helps them track and analyze their loan and their house value and how to pay it off early and how to refine all that fun stuff our top 100 we actually have this really cool magazine we send out to our top 100 120 people called American Lifestyle you guys should know about. Yeah, I love that.
2: <laughs> I love that. That's that's awesome. Heard of that magazine. That's a,
1: they love that magazine. Hi right, Tony Ray, um, you're you're officially our best guest ever. No. <laughs> um and then I make sure that we hit them with text messaging. Because I know that. they're on text. Yep. Make sure they see us on Facebook and, and uh, it's for social media. And then they get a phone call. So I like to talk to everybody by phone once a year. In my, And now, mind you, I have 800 people in the database, in the CRM. Okay. I look at the top people that are constantly raising their hand. And that means referring us business, calling us, asking us for advice on where to get a good steak or whatever it is. That's, there's about a top 100 in everybody's database that does that. Yep. So you have to pay extra close attention to who those folks are. So we make sure that they hear from us on a phone call. And then the phone call is usually an invitation to get a couple hundred of them to our house for a party every year. So we throw a big block party and we have a blast. And wow. Um, but they see us in every place they are. So whether it's social media or in their mailbox, whatever it is, whatever device they're using, I want to be there with them. Let's talk about
0: content marketing. If you're already doing it, you know just how important content marketing is. And if you're not, you might be wondering, well, what is content marketing and why is it so important? Believe it or not, content marketing isn't just some buzzword. It's going to actually help you generate leads and close more deals by providing your clients with content that adds value to their lives. To get started, check out our free ebook, Become a Content Marketing Machine at ReminderMedia.com backslash content marketing. That's remindermedia.com backslash content marketing. Take action on this today.
2: Okay. So it's really, really focused. Yeah, it's very focused marketing on that database of people. You know, I heard an interesting study that I guess Tom Ferry and Boomtown did where they researched um, basically top producers and there was a direct correlation between the volume someone did in sales in the amount they had in their database. And what was wild was that people who had a 100,000 people in their database, and not just, you can buy a list of a 100,000. So if you're listening to this, it's not about buying a list. It's like a real database of people that you have some type of form of relationship with, even if it's they opted into your email list. 100,000, they were doing like 144 million in sales volume average. And then 10,000 was like the next level. It was really, really intriguing. And it shows you that where is the money? The money is in how well you build that database and how how you're able to get those people in that database. I always use that trifecta of no like, and trust. And what I think is really interesting is you're hitting your database a lot a newsletter, an educational piece, the magazine for your top 100, texting, a phone call, a block party. You are hitting them a lot. And that is like proactive marketing to them. And then you're probably doing some other stuff where you want them to see you on social. You want them so you're doing stuff on your social media. You're doing some more passive stuff that is branding in the hearts and minds of those 800 people that you follow them everywhere they go. Have you seen one of those be like the more effective route for you from the perspective of like when you're doing the follow up calls, like how are you doing those? When you're doing a text message, what does that text message look like? Could you give us some more
1: details there so to trigger some ideas for the people listening? Yeah. Uh, text messaging, what we do is, uh, we'll do a Wednesday happy hour. Okay. And I found it to be very successful on Tuesday at five o'clock to seven. I will send out 50 text messages. I'll pick 50 people, send out 50 texts and say, hey, if you're available, join us for happy hour tomorrow at this hotel. And what we'll do is invite them. We typically have 45 to 50 show up anytime we do that. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. That's nuts. And so and we don't buy liquor because i I, there's a responsibility legal issue there so what we do is we buy a whole bunch of appetizers from the hotel and then all of the people show up buy drinks and we all sit in the lobby of the hotel and then you know one of those swanky areas that are pretty fun and we hang out and we just see each other and talk to each other and have a good time and the really cool thing is at the end of that party i don't have to clean up or do anything but walk out that door with my friends and so it's one of the quickest easiest inexpensive parties you'll ever throw that is awesome that is a great idea wednesday i do text messaging also for just i'm thinking of you so luke if i'm driving down the road and your name pops in my head for any reason you're gonna get a, a text message say dude i was just thinking about you hope everything's okay um or call me when you get a chance or i miss seeing you or miss your face i'm gonna send you some funny little text Because I feel like if the universe puts your name in my head, there's a reason. Mm. And so I, we just, I follow that instinct and let people know I'm thinking about them. Yeah, that's, that's super powerful. It's cool. Text messaging is free. I mean, you're already paid for the phone. Yep. Correct. And,
2: And it's a 98% people open it. 98% rate of open, which is there's no other piece of marketing right now. can't get an email that will do that. There's no, yeah, you can't do that. So it's interesting. I've always encouraged people. It's just so natural to text people on their birthdays, holidays, things like that. You know, as their names pop into your mind, just go down, just text a bunch of people thinking about you today. They don't even know you've texted 50 people. (laughs) It's personal to them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely great. Um, And it's, it's authentic and it and I think that's a key to that is authenticity because everybody's trying to mass blast their eight thousand people in their database with a text message by using some robot who sends it out and all of us who receive it know exactly correct. it's yep, you're exactly right. Yep. But a Tony Ray message at some random time during the day that says, Hey, your name just popped in my head. I was thinking about you. We Hope need to you're get together well. soon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, that is authentic you know, that's authentic and they know it. You know, it's interesting.
2: People are doing that to me on Instagram. Now Uh, they're doing, they're DMing me those type of personal messages on Instagram and I'm opening them and I'm seeing them. And so Instagram's another form of being able to get in front of the people, make them feel good. And everybody likes to receive an Instagram message too. Uh, I want to go back to something you said that I thought was really, really important. You talked about everybody has in their database a hundred people probably that I call them advocates. They refer you a bunch. And so the National Association of Realtors puts out that buyer's trend report and everything. And what they talk about is like the average person will refer you one to two times, but there's like 35, 37% of the people in your database that will refer you three plus times, meaning they're advocates for you. And so my question to you is one, when you look back on your history now, do you find that there is that subset that's really responsible for 80% of your business? Is it is it that 20% that is really driving 80% of your business? Has that played out to be true? And if so, yes. you know what's the extra mile that you do time and energy-wise for the 100? Because we had a guy on the podcast, Sean Carpenter, and he called it the bullseye. He narrowed it down to 20 people. 20 people are in your bullseye. And he said, talk to one of those people a day all month long. And because there's 21 working days, usually in a month. So every day call one of those bullseye people and just have a conversation with
1: them. What's your thoughts on that? Totally love that idea. Um, The top 10 people in your life are going to be family, best friends, those folks are in your really top 10. And the fact is we can only spend so much time with people. We have, there's only so much time in the day. And so we will give the most of our time to spouses and children and our BFF. And that's that 10. So that 20 that he's talking about, I interpret as raving fans. Um, they've gone from advocate to raving fans mm. on my list. They've actually crossed over from one referral to that they're constantly referring. My uh, CRM that I use actually would show me your name and then it will show me everybody under your name that you've ever referred to me. And nice. then it shows me everyone they've referred under their name. So it shows me your, your tree, your referral tree for me. So I can go back and say, because of Luke and the very first referral, I have had 92 sales all re- from you. That's amazing. I, I can see where that all goes. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. What CRM um, do you use? Just so the audience can hear what what CRM. I'm using the B the buy referral only CRM, awesome. which is all focused on client retention. That's awesome. That's and awesome. yeah, it lets you track all that cool stuff. But so I agree. There's there's a 20 that are your raving fans, and I agree. We are I don't call them every day like I love that idea. Um I guess I call them a lot though because what happens is automatically we spend a lot of time together. They're the folks that are probably working with me on my favorite charity. You know, I'm a on a member of the advisory board for pet partners therapy animals. They're they're the folks that are in my wine club. They're the folks that I go out to dinner more often with. Um, they might be ones I call and, hey, I'm going down to the theater. Go with me. So they're probably in that. That's who I'm going with is that top 20. Okay. They've raised their hands in a way of saying, we're your fans. You're our fan. We want to be together. That's a natural uh, thing that happens with people. So I, I agree with him completely that if everybody did that, just focused on who they were. Um, and paid a really good attention to that. It does grow your business twofold. It's just so easy to grow business that way. The 100, I also keep, uh, pay very close attention to them and in the same way to make sure that they're hearing and seeing us all the time. And a lot of times the 100, as they get in, they may be a new client who just um, purchased and they're settling in, in 60 days, they're kind of getting back into their routine. And all of a sudden they're starting to become a, a raving fan advocate. You'll see that happening. And of course we're paying close attention to those guys as well. And have you found, as you look at your sales over your history, that
2: that hundred really is what's driving the majority of your sales? The reason for my question is, I think what's really hard for a new agent and even probably veteran agents is it's hard to focus on a hundred people because you feel like your net is not big enough and you feel like you want to spend your time trying to go after a bigger net instead of spending the energy on inviting those people to dinner and spending your money there. Like instead of buying a thousand postcards for a big net, you take five of those people out to dinner. And I guess what I'm getting at is Is it worth it more to take those five people out to dinner than it is to spend on a thousand postcards in your
1: experience? Absolutely. No doubt. Okay. Um, think about this. 1,000 postcards, 1% respond. They don't like, love and trust you. They don't know who you are. One guy responds. He picks up the phone. Uh, come over. I'm interviewing 10 other agents. I saw your postcard. Is that who you want to be dealing with? Uh, you want to go up with nine other agents? That's not really any type of consulting or, or professional real estate to me, but I can take care of the top 100 and really focus on them. And I can do a 10 million dollar business just off of uh that database i can do 10 million i can have an roi that will exceed anybody else in business because i'm spending so little compared to the amount you have to spend for those other you know chasing leads and I get to also go on a month in Europe every year and my other five <laughs> vacations. I love your and life. I'm going to design my life just like Tony Ray's. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, absolutely you want to pay attention to your top 100. You'll get more. Think about it this way. I just hired 100 raving fan salespeople of the Tony Ray group. Agree, man. That is a great it's way to the, think about the it. They're right your there. salespeople. Yep. And understand, too, I'm the same way. I have a financial planner, anybody, or an insurance agent, anybody asks me a question about the, that subject, they're getting referred to them immediately because I believe so much in them and what they do for people, Mm -hmm. I'm their raving fan and I'm a raving fan of a lot of folks. So I'm role modeling daily what I want people to do for me, which is to endorse wholeheartedly the service that I offer. That's awesome. So here's the a question for you then, because
2: I think it's the natural progression. If it is the database, which I 100% agree, like 1000% agree to anybody who's listening to this. It is all about yeah. the database. It's all about relationships. That's what it's about. How, how have you built the database? So I'm a new agent that starts today. How do I build that hundred? Where do I start in your mind? How do I get there to building that sphere?
1: So the first thing I did was, uh, I made a list of every single person I knew. And I also made a, and that included all of the vendors and professional care people, personal care people, anybody that I worked with, that I spent money with. I looked at all of those on a list one by one and then focused in on getting them into my database, which was every bit of information I could. Now back then there wasn't Facebook and all those fun things so I had an address and a phone number right it yeah, wasn't even a lot of email then, addresses then either was it? I, I didn't have email <laughs> then when email and came to be that was like this magic cool thing right and then <laughs> so we i we we i went and called every single person what, what's your email a lot of them didn't have one but i helped them get one if we needed that's awesome and so i we've always compiled data right now i have on my database it actually shows me all of their different connections to social media and it auto loads into the system any time their their photo changes it's in front of me when i'm looking at their database um when i'm looking at their card mm-hmm. so the really cool thing is i have everything now coming into the system and i can track all of that and i don't know it's just a, it's a whole new world but it's a beautiful world it can you can get super distant with people because you're using technology the wrong way or you can get super close to people by using it the right way yeah mm. so go, let's go back to the
0: beginning of this uh, conversation, because you you mentioned that you have a, a photo, your photo that you use for your business cards, everything, <laughs> really. You've got an iguana sitting on top of your head. So you said that photo changed your, that iguana changed your whole business.
1: Tell us the story. Okay. You have to think of me this way. This is kind of funny. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm a secret agent for the first several years, because the only people I work with are people that have been referred to me. There's no advertising with my name on it. You don't see my face anywhere. Back then, that I was secret agent. I I went to uh, Puerto Vallarta, and I wanted to touch the iguana thing. I thought it was cool. I'm an adventurer. That's what I like to do. And so this guy was walking across the beach, and I said, can I see that thing? And he's like, yeah. So I went to touch it, and it ran across my arm, and it ran right up on my head. And luckily I had glasses on cause it's little nails were smacking <laughs> into the glass and it was on my head and it was I mean, like this, right? That's terrifying, this man. And yeah, it was super heavy and it, my neck was <laughs> weighing fast and I'm, I'm doing jazz hands in the photo. I'm like, take a picture, take a picture because <laughs> I can't see what's happening, but I've got these things in my eyes. And um, so the iguana photo went up on Facebook. Now I, cropped it out and fit it on Facebook because there was some stuff in the background like a lady walking across a beach so i cropped her out and i put it on Facebook and in 30 days i got a phone call and it was really funny cuz this lady says i saw your picture on Facebook you are not the typical realtor i've looked at tons and tons of realtor photos in Tucson and you're not that stuffy tie guy trying to pose and be this person that you're not i love your energy i love the fact that you have an iguana on your head and i think you're my guy can you help me find a house <laughs> and i said well absolutely but i have to disclose to you i'm one of the few realtors in this city who wears a tie every single day which i did and i was very proud of my very expensive tie collection but in tucson it's hot and no one wears a tie right and i wore a tie every day and so i said i do wear a tie i'm one of the few And if you still wanna work with me, that'd be great. She says, well, don't wear a tie when you show me property. And I said, deal. (laughs) Well, the weird thing was is I got call after call after call and the same energy I kept attracting, really fun, adventurous, cool people like me. Mm. And so it just changed my whole business because the authenticity thing hit me in the head again. Mm. And I thought I gotta be me more, even more in my advertising and stop being a secret agent. So I released the photo on all my yard signs. I put it on the internet. I put it everywhere. And it just took off. And it became this personality for me where people see an easygoing guy that they can talk to. My sign calls were zero. When I put the iguana, my sign calls quadrupled that year. We actually sold. That is wild. Wild. Because people call me off the sign. They're like, well, this guy's pretty cool. They just call me. And it just changed persona for me. And by the way, I don't wear a tie anymore. I stopped. <laughs> there was a happy I do dress up. I always dress up nicely. Um, I, I do respect that part of my business that I want to dress properly, but I do not wear a tie. So I have a good collection. I need to give away. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that just so, that speaks
0: to that speaks to being authentic. That yeah, speaks to your, your tribe is your, or your vibe creates your tribe, you know, bringing people to you that you naturally connect with. is just, Dude, it makes doing business so much easier when you get to do it with people that you relate to and enjoy. Yeah, it really
1: does. So I have to tell you, yeah, you can do it with websites. It's amazing what you can do with websites on that level. How, how so? What are some What are some things you've done with your sites? So unknowingly, I started building the first website because I was, I am a nerd and a geek and I like to play with any toy that comes out, electronics or anything. And, um, So I thought I can learn to do this myself. And so I got a book and I started writing HTML code. And when the internet launched, I was one of the very first websites up and running. And my whole goal with the website was to tell people what I loved about Tucson, Arizona and why they, why they should at least give us a shot. Okay. And so I started writing in my own words, conversational language to single person, what I loved about Tucson, what they needed to know. And I offered a free relocation package saying, here's more information. I'll send it to you. Priority mail. I'll send you everything about Tucson. That's awesome. It worked like a charm. The first call was, hey, this is Joe and Susie coming from New York. And um, we're going to be out there next week. We're wondering if you have any time to work with us. And we'd love to meet with you. And, and I'm on the phone with this guy. And I'm looking at my assistant. And I'm like, Joe and Susie. Joe and Susie. And I'm trying to get her to look up who <laughs> Joe and Susie are. Cause they're talking to me like we're best friends. Right. And I realized that I've never met them, never spoke to them, but because they read all the pages of my website, they feel like they're my best friend.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So we now do about five million in just volume from websites, just from that relocation package offer. And every single person that picks, sees that website, they pick up the phone and call me. That's yeah, just amazing. like amazing. Well, it really is contact is great.
0: It's really, I mean, it's the balance. I mean, like you starting off, obviously, relationships and that connection are so important, meeting with people in person, calling, texting, but not being afraid to go jump into this, the digital stuff also as a way to bring your personality, bring a level of interest to you so that then you can. I mean, it's just a it's just a door to the relationship, is all that it is. So, Tony Ray, walk us through because we like asking every guest this question. Um, and it sounds like you've got a, you've got a pretty good. I mean, you've got your goals laid out. You know what you're doing every day. How many days of vacation you've got, and everything. What are some things that you do every single day? Two or three things that are in your routine
1: that you feel are really driving your success. Uh, routine. I actually, I do, I actually do affirmations, which is uh, awesome. I talk to myself. <laughs> I remind too. myself. Yeah. Right. I, I remind myself that I am thankful for everything I have and I've created and all the things around me are part of what I have created and mm. done. And I remind myself to be thankful to me because it's easy to beat yourself up sometimes. Mm. So I make sure I thank myself every day and, and try to be make sure I, and I don't do it enough, but thank all the people around me and, um, you can never do that enough. Um, I do like to make sure that our team meets every day for lunch and we eat lunch together. Oh wow! And we, yeah, so we sit around a table and we talk about family and, and life and what's going on because it's a connection and it helps all of us be closer and, and have a good work day. And, um, I, I'm very focused every day on what we need. What do we need to do to improve systems to be more efficient? So I have more time to be with my clients and still not give up our my free time for me. Yeah. And so I'm constantly, always looking to improve. Hmm. And I'm working on a big system right now, even as we speak. I'm never ever letting it. I'm never settling because my ultimate goal is always. High revenue with low expenses because yeah. that, and, and that allows me not to have to work so much.
0: Yeah. Well, never what settling, to do that? just never, never settling, never getting, never letting off the gas pedal. So, uh, tell us, we also asked this question, if you could go back and tell little Tony Ray, younger Tony Ray, anything, <laughs> 25 years of experience you've had, you've, you've been through this business. What would you go back and tell
1: yourself back then? Uh, don't care what they think, man. I cared. I cared when I was brand new in the business. I was getting beat up really hard because I looked like I was 16. I grew a mustache, a big caterpillar mustache to try to look older. Luke's trying to go. I'm much. trying to. It's not happening <laughs> very well. I'm trying to. Dude, mine was so bad. It looked, it was like pale white skin and this big black mustache. I want the handlebars. Uh, oh, it was awful. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I cared too much what people thought and I, and I didn't learn that till later in business. That was that authenticity thing that I just needed to stop caring what people thought and let the people who don't like me go away. Let them just pass by and let the people who do like me get in the door. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and it really that websites and all that stuff shifted for me because I could attract people in the middle of the night two people come to the website one says this guy's a quack and he leaves and the other one goes i love that guy so i get the right one right (laughs) because i stopped caring what people thought and i started putting the iguana up and i started just being me and not i just really got into authenticity. And can you, I think that's little Tony Ray needed to know that a long time ago.
0: Can you send us a picture of that little Tony Ray with that mustache? We'll put that up next to the
1: iguana photo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll get that You know care. what? My video guy has that on his freaking phone. It drives me crazy. <laughs> that's awesome,
0: man. Tony Ray, yeah, thank you so much so for good, being dude. here. This was such a cool interview. We really appreciate it. Before we close,
1: let people know where they can connect with you. Um, so I have a couple websites, uh, see Tucson Homes, which is S-E-E Tucson Homes dot com is my real estate website. And then, um, I just put up all of my classes. So I teach, uh, for the Association of Realtors. I just put up Tony Ray's marketing on a dime class and it's all about all the inexpensive guerrilla warfare marketing. Things I do in business that are, cost very little money that are super effective. And what I've been doing is every time I teach a class, I have four video cameras on me, and I and I let them film the entire class. So there's nine hours on the website That's right awesome. now, wow. and I'm I've got another six hours coming up this year for them, and it's completely free. And um, my information's on there as well, so they can watch those classes on marketing. That is so, so cool, cool man. for sharing that. Yeah. yeah,
0: we'll definitely include links to that in the show notes as well, which you can find. Thanks again, Tony Ray, and thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard today here on Stay Paid, please head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all the podcast apps. Give us a five-star rating. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you leave a comment about Tony Ray. Tell him what you thought of the (laughs) the iguana picture. You can also find (laughs) our podcast, including this one in video, at staypaidpodcast.com. And please do us a favor. Share the podcast with someone else today. It really helps us spread the word. You can get hold of me or Luke at podcast at remindermedia.com or on Instagram at
2: StayPaidPodcastNo.com. Yes, no.com, just the handle, at exactly. Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I am Joshua Stike. Yes, and I'm Luke acre and the action item for this is we just learned from someone who's been a warrior in this for 25 years, has made it in this industry year after year, and gets to take, what'd you say, six vacations at least a year? <laughs> six I mean, weeks. It, yeah, yeah it's cra- our six weeks of vacation. Here, here's the action item for you. I truly believe if you want to live the good life, you got to live the life on referrals. You have to, it's about the relationships that generate referrals and repeat business. That the key and so how do you do that well here's your action item print off your database today and go down and mark your top 100 people if you don't know who those people are in your mind then you're missing out you're missing out on opportunity and start marking those people and then ask yourself how many times a year am I contacting these people? How much value am I giving these people in their lives? Because that value will trigger the reciprocity where they wanna give you referrals, where they become not just an advocate as Tony Ray says, but a raving fan. So that's your action item is take your database, find those hundred people that are going to give you those referrals and start asking yourself, how often do I contact them? Because a relationship doesn't happen just one time. You got to connect with people consistently to build a relationship and get those referrals and repeat transactions. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in any industry is top producers take action. So take action on that today.